At Wendy's, we make breakfast better. Like with our breakfast baconator. Better from top to bottom bun. Savory sausage patty? Better. Crispy oven baked bacon? Better. Fresh cracked egg? Better. The breakfast baconator might just be the greatest breakfast sandwich of all time. So you can keep settling for not better, or you can get a better breakfast from Wendy's. Tough choice. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's Better Breakfast. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know. A falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, so um, I used to work uh, in a strip club. Um, That was a kind of a more recent uh, gig a more recent job that uh, that I've held down um, <clears throat> and I used to just like do uh, I was really well prepared for um, for my uh, for my sets and to get on the mic and stuff like I would have all these uh, all these um, one-liners and transition uh, transitions kind of uh mapped out for the evening so that i could just kind of uh get into things right away which is kind of how i discovered uh that i'm pretty good on a microphone and then i can hold it down uh i can hold down talking and selling shit to people like i would just have just pages of uh one-liners written depending on the girl or the music that uh that they would listen to so, um, I guess one might say that at one point in time, you could have said, I was the hardest working man in hoe business. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the World According to Kyle podcast. How are you doing, everybody? It's been too long, my friends. I am back in action, coming at you fresh after this Mother's Day, and boy did I feel like an asshole, uh, <laughs> since uh, I'm away from uh, my, uh, I was away from my mother, I have a lot of uh, work stuff, very busy going on, and so like, um, you know, I remembered to uh, to text for Mother's Day uh, and call and talk, uh, but there was so I I was I was at the store and um, early that day because I had to kind of re up um, on some food, and uh, so I I'm over there uh, at the grocery store noticing that everybody else knows that it's Mother's Day and. They are all buying fucking flowers. Like, literally, there's fucking, like, 50 people waiting uh, to get checked out. All of them have fucking flowers because there's fresh flowers at the grocery store that uh, that I was at. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm sitting here at the checkout like an asshole with, <laughs> with a six-pack of beer and some fucking uh, – some ready-hot fucking uh, chick, uh, chicken wings. 
uh, and uh, pizza. So, you know, uh, you can't always celebrate them all the same. Um, shout out. <clears throat> shout out to all the mothers out there, and I hope you had yourself a good one. Now, before we get into it, let's. Uh, I want you all to know that you can get a hold of me and follow me on your various social media platforms. YouTube, Kyle Max. Twitter, Kyleverse. Instagram, KyleMax86. Facebook, KyleMax. Reddit, TWA2K. If you have a question for the show, you can slide into my DMs and ask me something. But make sure it's good for the show. I don't need you asking me something like, hey, Kyle, why are you so awesome? I mean, I could answer, but I mean, it's kind of like, we don't really need that. I don't really think that'll, uh, that'll improve the quality of the show. And, uh, it may, um, play too much into, uh, my ego that I already have. Hence the fact that I'm doing a podcast, uh, also, you can avoid questions like, uh, hey, Kyle, why am I so lame? Uh, it would simply take too long to explain. Uh, guys, guys, I'm all over the internet right now. Uh, if you want to catch a show, we will be doing video shortly, um, probably by the end of this year. Um, but you can catch me on YouTube anyways and get a brand new spanking. TWA2K picture thrown at you, a photo, a specialized photo, which I will soon be selling to you for tens of thousands of dollars as an NFT um, once the market stops crapping its pants. You can also find me uh, for your ears on all your various podcast platforms, Apple, Pod, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, CastBox, Deezer Podcasts, Attic Podchaser, and Geo Savant. What the fuck is up? Uh, as I was saying, um, happy Mother's Day out to all the women. I hope you had a good one. All the great women uh, in the world, you know who you are. And the evil ones out there who are pretending that you're great and worthy of celebrating. Well, fuck you. <laughs> um, yeah, like the uh, ones who are um, comfortable uh, having the government all up in your uterus. Now, um, before we get into all that, um, let's. I, I want to give a shout out here to. Um, and now, normally, uh, I don't kind of talk about like. You see me, uh, or you hear me, uh, all the time, you know, mad criticism or, um, just kind of like giving my real, real thoughts on what I think about something, if something's overrated or underrated, etc. You will not hear me talk much about women. I generally think that, um, it, like women should, uh, uh, criticize women and men should criticize men. And, um, while, uh, I think it's okay to, uh, um, well, I think it's okay for a woman to like, um, male artists or for a man to like female artists. 
generally speaking, I think that, uh, you know, women are trying to speak to women, men are trying to speak to men, etc. A lot, you know, there's a lot of gray area in there, but I mean, as me, as a rule of thumb, I do not like to get uh, super critical on, uh, on women and like say this artist is good, this is artist is bad, uh, whatever, because like, uh, I think it's more women's, um, women's responsibility to criticize other women or think that they are doing a good job and, uh, and, um, and state that we both as, uh, as genders have different, uh, roles and different, um, different things that, uh, we look for, which are often, uh, contradicting, but as a dude, I do think it is important to uh, have female voices and not to always be um, stuck inside of just a um, stereotype or echo chamber or type of personality. It's important to have uh, to have female voices, uh, you know, or females that you respect. Otherwise, it's kind of like it's it's a little sexist. I mean, if somebody is you know only listens to like you know um, dudes uh, rapping hip hop, it's just like they're they're more into it for a personality uh, because they want they they see it in themselves or they want to be this personality. So that's that's why they listen to it. But I I don't listen to music like that. I listen to music as a um, you know, uh, I don't have, you know, archetypes or genres that I, uh, like to fit into. So every, mm, every once in a while, I, you know, there, like, I don't primarily, I don't listen to a lot of women because I find men speak to me more, but I do like, uh, I like, uh, you know, some female, um, artists who I think are really, uh, are really dope and not just artists like news um uh news acres or something like um a couple of my favorite artists who like i would get, I, i'd always go to see are uh terry genderbender from uh le butcherette like she is like probably the best one of the best female writers of music and she can also uh play guitar and uh play the keyboard like she's really tremendous with her uh with the way she um you know uh gives life to a song with her words like has a lot of really good and she's uh probably <clears throat> really feminist which i i am not but i mean uh you know her the way she um the way she writes and uh is like kind of like a way like i can reflect on how i am as a man by listening to her and like and it kind of is powerful and hard hitting uh and despite the fact that it's um you know music that's made by a woman you know i can listen to it and say hey that's you know great job uh great job writing or a great job you know strumming that riff um another uh great female artist that I listen to a lot is, uh, M.I.A. Um, now, uh, she doesn't do her, she doesn't make, uh, beats, I don't think, or anything, but, like, 
with hip hop, it's more about uh, who's rhyming, and she just like bring, like gives so much life to uh, the songs that uh, that she has, and I think like the I really dig the fucking uh, Brit hop, uh, the you know uh, the London slang, the uh, the UK flow, and uh, she's just like top notch out of out of the UK like uh as a as a rapper like I got you know over 20 songs of hers that uh that I listen to and for me to like really dig like that much music or listen to that much music from you on a on a consistent basis is pretty good like I uh I do not have much artist <clears throat> that I listen to but the ones that I do listen to I listen to a lot of their shit um, another shout out to, uh, the politician from Michigan or the, I think she's a Congresswoman, Mallory McMurrow, who, uh, you know, she is a Christian, but she's also pro LGBT and one of her, uh, Republican, um, like, um, uh, counterparts was attacking her and calling her a groomer because like she, um, doesn't hate gay people i guess that's enough to make you uh, a groomer nowadays uh in a red state anyways <laughs> or, or through the uh frame of view of a uh republican and she just went to fucking town on this person and just absolutely uh destroyed her uh for like uh you know trying to call out her um her faith and stuff and she says you know she considers herself a christian but she uh but she uh, uh you know was taught real christian values which don't include uh, discriminating against uh somebody or you know trying to take rights away from trans people uh <laughs> and st and stuff you have to just listen to it just uh type in mallory uh mcmurrow and uh yeah, that is what uh, I feel is, you know, good, strong female leadership that uh, that really goes a long way. I, another good example is uh, Anna Kasparian from uh, TYT, uh, the news host. And, you know, I don't know what your political views are. I don't have any. So I just follow uh, people who... Um, who I feel are worth uh, following and worth listening to. She's definitely one of them. And she absolutely went to town on the weak democratic um, democratic effort on uh, uh, on all of these things happening now. Uh, this going back 50 years in overturning uh, Roe v. Wade. And, um, and she's right. The Democrats have like, you know... <laughs> People keep telling, saying, oh, yeah, Biden's approval rating. The reason Biden's approval rating has fallen, like, off the fucking map is because he capitulated too much to the right. And that um, that America, by and large, is uh, very, not very, but it's more left of center than it is right. And they wanted to see uh, these changes. They wanted to, they wanted to see... Uh, uh, they wanted to see more done than just like lip service and uh, kowtowing to uh, the Republican right after this last election. And that's and honestly, that's why a lot of the uh, left has like 
absolutely had it. And I think that like her more recent, um, her more recent clips. She's a host on uh, the Young Turks, by the way, the Young Turks broadcast uh, news broadcast network. And um, and I thought her point really hit hit the nail on the head, and that like the. The weak democratic leadership has absolutely uh, made this happen, and the fact that they're you know they fight for nothing and they don't uh, and they just you know they want to keep um, and they don't they don't do anything for <laughs> for the left. They do like just minimal amounts uh, for the left and expect to just get uh, to just get a pass, even though America. Uh, keeps moving and voting in um, voting left of uh, left of center so shout out to her too shout out to all the great women in uh, in everybody's life uh, you know I've had some great ones uh, you know and like some great female leaders that I that I've seen some not so great ones also like I would think like, some some of the ones think like being a bitch is something like you can write down in your qualifications on your resume, <laughs> but there uh, are other ones that I think are just excellent leaders uh, that I've had that, and uh, a large part of the one of the positions that I'm in uh, in my work life has been because you know a, a, a strong good woman leader saw what I brought to the table and uh, you know you know banged the table for me to um to uh uh get in in a position of as a team lead so you know um shout out to all the women out there i hope uh hope your dudes are treating you well i hope you are having a terrific mother's day hope you had a great mother's day and uh yes um moving right along now there's no easy transition to this because uh, it's you know something that is fucking has just fucked women uh, in America. Um, the overturning of Roe versus Wade, the um, which basically made uh, made it um, constitutional right for women to be able to get abortions and based on a uh, trimester system. Now, nobody, like, this wasn't a contentious uh, subject recently. Like, the, I'm surprised. It's been around for 50 years, and the uh, recent polling before um, before the, uh, the announcement of the leak that it was going to get overturned was that it was performing 70 to 75% of people agreed on uh, that Roe v. Wade was fine, uh, as it is that women should have the right to be able to have an abortion. So my question is, if 70 to 75% of people agree on this, agree on something, why can it be overturned on a whim because um, of the arrangement of your Supreme Court? That seems very dumb. That seems um, very bad for uh, democracy. If, you know, if something is polling at 70 to 75 percent, 
how can how can you how can you just overturn that based on um, based on uh, a few Supreme Court nominations? You know, like it seems really really dumb and uh, overreaching. Something that was totally uh, unwarranted, and it's honestly a little scary. Um, you know. <sighs> Families are things that are supposed to be planned. They're not supposed to be uh, things that are dealt with. Um, families should always be planned. That's why it's called family planning. Uh, because you is a family is not some accident you have because a douchebag uh, knocks you up while you were you know uh, blackout drunk. Um, that's not. That's not what family planning is. Families are things that you are supposed to prepare for that two uh, consenting adults um, get into and uh, or and uh, and uh, and decide to sacrifice their life to try and do what is better, what's best for the children that they are having. You know, it shouldn't be something that's just uh, forced upon someone who's in a bad situation. It's just so crazy. Like, this is the last, like, thing I would have, like, uh, oh, yeah, Roe Ro versus Wade is getting overturned. What the fuck was, what the fuck was wrong with it? The fuck was wrong with it? And, uh, I, uh, it was working fine. It was, like, everything was fine with it. Even the right-wing sycophant, uh, fucks were not, uh, all up in arms about <laughs> about uh, about the abortion issue. Like you uh, see a couple uh, of them playing up the extremes, but by and large, it wasn't something people really argued with. Like really ridiculous. Um, and uh, so I <laughs> I posted a uh, uh, meme the uh, the other day. Uh, I'm just like. Uh, what the red states uh, will be like after five years of Roe versus Wade getting overturned, and then I posted a picture of Sausage Party, <laughs> the the movie poster, because that's what will happen. Okay, you know, and um, I think this just goes and plays into uh, the importance of where you live, of loving where you live. You know. Right now, I'm in the position in life where I love where I live. I, uh, you know, moved to the Toronto area uh, about 10 years ago. And I've been kind of like a bouncing around the place all the time type of guy before. And I've never really found my home. And everywhere I've, uh, I've, uh, I haven't lasted uh, as long as I'm, as long as I have lasted here. You know, I've never had good credit before. Now I have good credit. I've never um, felt a sense of belonging before. Now I feel a sense of belonging. And it's because I'm around like-minded people. Um, I'm, a, I'm in a good spot in life. And this is a place where I know I love living, so I will, uh, so I will not move. And I think... A lot of people don't um, take that into consideration, and I think that um, that I th 
and now sometimes it's a disposition where you cannot move or you're getting um you have a strong family connection somewhere and they do enough for you where you're not incentivized to move so that's more of a disposition but i'm here to tell you that do not um if you do not like where you live move if you do not like the way um the way the environment that you're around if you do not agree with the environment that you're around then get out don't get into debt don't um don't uh don't settle down until your environment until you're in a comfortable environment an environment that you like an environment that you want to be around and that was a crux behind uh why i why i posted that uh that sausage party me maybe eventually um after if <laughs> if the if the hardcore uh uh red states become really hardcore on abortion maybe eventually uh they they'll also uh be the most gay states uh because of all the dudes there um <laughs> but Toronto people are like me and I am like them. I see myself in them and I hope they see themselves in me and uh and it's been kind of, you know, great to um finally have found a a place and a people that, you know, that I like being a part of. I you know, I've never really felt like a sense of we before or a sense of like loving my city now like i feel like you know fucking uh uh you know anthony kiedis in the under the bridge song by, by the red hot chili peppers you know i fucking feel that shit now and i feel that shit living here and uh it is because i love where i live and i and uh i and i and i see people like me uh around and um <clears throat> I do believe that cannot be overstated. Instead of trying to fight your environment all the time or being a contrarian in the place that you live, it's it is much easier and it is much better to uh to live in a place where there are more like-minded people. You will have a much better time, trust me. And uh you know, the same goes for, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, hard, you know, hardcore Republicans or hardcore right wingers living in uh, living in more, um, you know, say California or some shit. I mean, you know, you're set, <laughs> you're just stacking the deck uh, against you um, unnecessarily. And if that's how you, if that's how you feel, then you should be around like minded people, because that's how it should work uh you know you should be in an environment that uh that uh you know you find you relate to um <clears throat> so we'll see what happens but um <clears throat> even a lot of the right wingers now are not like uh you know super you know um banging the table about this roe v wade thing i mean you're seeing a lot of crap out there uh steven crowder uh saying ugly women aren't the ones who are getting raped and uh <laughs> yet they're the one yet they're the ones who are calling for abortions or something i don't get it they're you know all ugly women are the ones who um who are clamoring for abortions uh just really sick shit and um you know 
what what I think this is is it's uh, a promoting hate content, and uh, I mean, <clears throat> I wouldn't have a problem if um, if you presented it as a comedy or a personality, or you're starting or you're portraying a character. I mean, like Dice Clay or something, but. The, the thing here is that, um, you know, and Crowder was just one example. That was just one uh, comment of a sea of, like, hate and misogyny. Uh, you know, uh, there's been uh, multiple uh, other uh, other people, you know, who just because they, they know it's getting overturned, they feel like they have the ability to uh, throw stones now. But Crowder is just one of them uh, having this hate content that is presenting itself as truth or news. Um, and that's a large part of like the uh, misinformation campaigns that we're seeing and the, the stupefying of the uh, collective uh, intellectual um, atmosphere that we find ourselves <clears throat> inside of right now because, uh, you know, there's just more, uh, more stupidity now than ever, which is crazy to think of considering the internet is the, uh, you know, uh, the dawn of the information age and you have the ability to be able to learn, uh, everything and anything that you want, but it also presents people with the ability to distort the truth and present it to dumb people as if, as if it was facts. So, <clears throat> Cheers to the internet uh, age and <laughs> it um, having the ability to um, really subvert my expectations <laughs> because, um, you know, if you would ask me like 15 years ago, I would I would have thought like we would have such a smart society right now and um, uh, and it's kind of going in the exact opposite direction where, um, you know, people are just spewing, uh, spewing lies, uh, distorting facts, um, distorting their reality. And, you know, these people, uh, wouldn't bother me, bother me so much. Like the crowders of the world wouldn't bother me so much if there weren't, um, you know, people who are influenced by them shaping, uh, having their views of reality shaped over like, you know, goofy and poorly thought out ideas and uh, nitpicking, you know, nitpicking points that that uh, agree with you, small sample sizes, um, uh, non-peer reviewed studies, etc, etc. And I know Elon shared that one stick figure meme about how um, the left is the one that ha- that has moved uh, far away. But I mean, even uh, Jordan Peterson was interviewing a uh, a Islamic, uh, you know, an Islamic fundamentalist, and the Islamic fundamentalist, after hearing Jordan Peterson's views on um, on um, marriage and relationships and how you know and how he thinks like guys and women should basically be forced um together and um so this uh this muslim um is like hey yeah you know i've i i paid attention to your views and we got a lot in common so is it 
is it the is it truly the uh, right or the left that has gotten that has ran further away from uh, the center, or is it the right? I don't know. Um, I you know, there's the y'all Qaeda uh, meme hashtag floating around. Um, you know, and after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, uh, the don't say gay bill in Florida, the uh, anti-trans narratives coming out the right, um, not giving a fuck about a global pandemic. I mean, you know, what's next? Uh, Dress codes for women. Are you going to come out with the measuring stick and make sure her skirt isn't uh, too short or what? Like, What's the next move? But, oh, wait, you know, we're, uh, the left uh, are the extremists. And, you know, where do I consider myself politically right now? Um, I'm probably center-right if you had to uh, plot it on a map, my ideas and my uh, and my ideology. If you quantitatively uh, 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 try to... Uh, figure out some sort of where I lay on the map it would probably be center right um, but I mean here's a th- here's a thing here's a deal and you know I understand why Elon um, thinks the way he thinks okay but I, I, I but here but but here's a deal is that the the right always seems like it's in the same position because they never want anything to change. The left, uh, what do they, the right uh, is adverse to change. They just want things to stay the same, that you you have an idea and you say, hey, you know, I got a plan for this. And it's like, no, we don't want to do it. Let's stay exactly as we are right now. So, I mean, the left has to, you know, move things. The left has to uh, go, uh, go, the left has to be progressing. The right shouldn't be regressive it should just not um it it should not be regressive it should be just kind of accepting of change when they when the numbers are just super overwhelming so it does seem like the right is always capitulating but that's because they're never in favor of change and you we've seen it with the uh We've seen it with the pandemic, how eventually there was just not enough people who are just like, yes, uh, the death rates warrant this um, this invasion uh, of privacy and our lives being uh, being changed and um, and legislated legislated on. And eventually you can't fight a large enough number of the population that uh, do or don't want to take something seriously. And that was one of the first times the right has been uh, trying to, um, you know, uh, change or trying to present a change that we should make in our uh, in our current frame of mind. Now, that was an unconventional situation where the right had to be the ones progressing uh, or presenting the change that the, le- that the left eventually capitulated to, all right? Now, um... Mostly, it's not like that. Um, but I th- so I th- so I think yeah, that is a fundamental uh, misframing of the situation. But I think like you know, 
I kind of understand where Elon is coming from. Like, I mean, I lost, uh, I lost a lot of, like, I used to be pretty left wing with my ideas. Um, but, uh, you know, I've scaled back since and, uh, a lot of the, um, culture war, uh, shit that the left was doing, none of it was like this ridiculous that the, the, none of it was like at the culture war, but I mean, so here's the thing is that, you know, we have to find some common ground there where we need to, uh, where, where we need to, um, just be able to collectively uh, uh, get along. And I think, like, the left where they really lost me was this, you know, framing of any white person uh, as uh, a Nazi, um, this, um, you know, um, this uh, constant uh, calling of racism of, like, you know, any white guy who does, who, you know, fires any person of color while, you know, um, the same thing could happen in the reverse. And, you know, I understand there are different dynamics to the situation, but we're never going to get to a place of um, understanding if we're, if we're not going to be able to um, accept reality for what it is and just do things based on fairness. And I think that's what we should be striving for is a meritocracy where, you know, um, if somebody, despite their skin color, is more, uh, despite their skin color is more qualified for a position, uh, then they should get it. Or uh, if they are super, if a, you know, you know, a black person shouldn't have to put out like you know ten times more resumes as a white person to get to get call uh, to get a call back, like um, <clears throat> shit like that. But it's social and. And we're not doing a good enough job at saying, hey, this is the right way to do things because kind of all of our systems are corrupt. <laughs> and most of our systems have some form of uh, corruption in them. And there's very little uh, little you can point to that you're just like, this is an authentic meritocracy where uh, people are really striving for fairness. It's a lot easier to point out the you know ne the negatives of something and uh and and slap a label on it but it's harder to show what is genuine and authentic um do uh doing something on merit because the left will just you know um the left will just hire people based on you know um trying to fill out demographics on like a checkboard instead of you know who is who might who might be actually better suited for the job? So that shit has kind of um, that shit kind of um, threw threw me away from the left. And you know you're not gonna get my vote if you're if you want to just if you want to just like have this constant victim narrative and uh, and you know and not do things based on merit but do things based uh, based on trying to you know check demographic boxes that's not that's not the way either so there has to be some sort of um common ground and now the right has just gone too fucking stupid with what with what they are doing that i'm just so 
you know, the I think the, the it, it changed on the January uh, six riots where I'm just like, hey, you know, I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> um, absolutely, fucking nothing to do with that. Now, I think the um, the Trump um, panic up until that point was. Uh, panic and it was um, a little too a little too much and you know where Trump couldn't fucking take a shit but without the left calling him racist or or like you need to be a little like that kind of shit like to just like constantly shit on whoever is a leader of your country does more to st- destabilize your own country than you think and it just shows that the left was so out of control um was so out of control that they that they felt like they could just cancel everything and you know what I'm glad that Elon bought Twitter and I might be a little more uh, a little more left to the center but I like that Elon bought Twitter and I think if you believe in free speech and if you like freedom that you should like that these leftists who are who are uh, you know um, who are in favor of like everything that they don't like to hear getting uh, canceled like that is not that is not uh, authentic uh, liberalism or leftism and uh, they have chased away all of their allies you think all like you know all these guys who used to uh, support you all the, uh, and you chase them away by like just being too extreme and calling everything fucking uh, racist and the thing is you have to strive for fairness. Like what that is, what it, what, what what Twitter turned into was not fairness. It was it, it was ideological uh, kowtowing. It was kowtowing to a specific ideology. And how you should do it is you should never ban anybody unless that is specifically gone over by a uh, a person who is seeing the tweet and seeing the context of of the tweet. And what is happening? Who who posted before that? What are you replying to? You can't just have an algorithm, a computer algorithm, uh, banning somebody because they because they said something. That's just not cool. That's like like that. I mean, that's you know what? That's so not what the internet is about. And the left is so far gone that they actually are uh, that they actually celebrated this shit. That they actually celebrated this shit. You should want this crap out there because then you can point to it and say, hey, you know, this is what's wrong with the world. What do you want to live in a fucking bubble where uh, everybody just has to um, has to believe what you want to believe in? Uh, and, any, and, and, and if you, they disagree or if they say certain words, this is ruining the Internet, guys. Like, we really need to be less fucking sensitive. Like, I mean, I uh, rarely... Um, ban and block people um i think i blocked like one person for uh because it was just constant um covid misinformation and constant um cheerleading about um about um um not adhering to or not following the government and uh and shit like that and uh you know I mean, COVID was something that was worth taking serious for the time. I don't think it w- it's something we should uh, sacrifice all of our uh, lives for. Uh, with, But, I mean, to be able to 
get ahead of it the way we did is and to sacrifice a year or two to um to get a, a head start on on this shit I think it was I think it was worth it now 10 years living like a hermit is something fucking completely different but a lot of people died man <laughs> um, a lot you know and uh if you have ever seen the videos of these people dying in the hospital, it's not great. It does not look cool, okay? Um, but the left shitting on Elon is... It's one of those things where I don't think they know what they're doing. They're just looking at where does Elon map on the pol on the political spectrum right now. Who do you think would be better... Um, owning twitter what better option would there be a bunch of uh corporate fucking board members who don't own any stock in it do you know that all of twitter's board members uh combined aside from elon and um and jack dorsey they only owned like they lessen like uh up two percent stock uh stock in twitter so you have people who do not uh have a vested interest in uh, in Twitter t saying what the fuck is going to happen with Twitter and just appeasing to uh, whoever's paying them off likely um, likely uh, you know uh, uh, major corporations and shit now Elon I think will be good and he will manage it well and like what, what has Elon managed before that shows you he's gonna not do such a great job i mean uh you know he he uh he's well qualified uh well qualified and i think he is probably um if you look at the if you look at the alternatives like name me somebody who who would be better who would run it effectively who would make money and who cares enough about the product to um to uh to make sure it is operating in the best interest of the people. Because Elon uses Twitter. He loves Twitter. You know, and he might play it off like, oh, ha, 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 this is something that uh, that I do on my shit break. Well, apparently, this man takes his shit breaks very seriously because he just spent fucking $46 billion on it. And he brings up some good points about how to change Twitter for the better. Now... Um, one of the points he brought up is that the, and this is more of a culture, not something he can do directly, but it's more of like a, this is like Elon showing, um, showing how, like, how our, um, how our perspective is stupid, uh, and the things we follow are stupid. Now, he pointed out, uh, he posted this thing where he uh, showed the top 10 uh, um, most followed uh, people on Twitter. And so it's just like a list of Justin Bieber and Taylor Swift and, you know, um, like, you know, popular people. But he sh they, they showed in contrast to, to their followers how much they post on a yearly basis. And it's nothing. So they don't they don't really take Twitter seriously. So what he's getting at here, what I think he's getting at here is that a large uh, a large amount of people 
are following people on Twitter who don't fucking post anything, <laughs> or, or, or and they have the most followers they have uh, of anybody. More followers than Elon. Like I, you know, I follow people that tweet a lot, and uh, if somebody doesn't tweet a lot, or if they only tweet when their albums are releasing, then why the fuck are you following them? Uh, follow people who are gonna give you uh, news and information and. Uh, uh, and hopefully you're not following people who are, you know, giving you flat earth information because that's misinformation or shit like that. You know, it just, it it's just one of those examples where it shows our, um, neurotic tendencies and that, um, we are, you know, that other people are doing things that are kind of, uh, counterintuitive to, um, to or counterproductive to how to utilize this tool uh, properly, and I was a victim of this before too. I didn't know how the fuck to use Twitter at first. I did the same thing. I just followed some um, people who, um, you know, some artists that I liked, but they're too busy making good music, so they, uh, it, you know, they <laughs> so they don't post much and. Just like, hmm, what is the point of this Twitter? And then, you know, you go on it for a while, and then, oh, hey, this person posts, posts some interesting stuff. Oh, hey, and they're posting uh, posting it a lot. And then you follow them, and then you get, you know, where they're getting their information from, or what they see uh, people posting. And eventually, you just kind of uh, accumulate a... Um, a good pool of people who are, uh, you know, always contributing, uh, on Twitter and giving good information and, uh, it, it, and you, you stop following all these, um, celebrities who are only posting when their album comes out. Now, um, I came up with, um, a list of five things that I think, uh, are likely that Elon would do and are good moves for uh, Twitter if he does if he does do them. Well, let me see if I can remember most of them now. The first one is that um, unlimited characters. Okay, obvious. Uh, threading is one of the dumbest inventions uh, to Twitter. Um, the next one. The next, and I don't even need to explain anymore. You can still have like a box as a tweet, and if you want to say, if you are intrigued by it, it can still be 100, 280 characters or whatever, but if you're intrigued by it, you can read more, and it can be a full tweet instead of someone having to uh, post 30 tweets for one thing that they wrote. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, so there's the unlimited characters. Second thing, an edit button. Great, perfect. I mean, uh, <laughs> you know, you uh, you need that. Um, you can't just fire off something and then a million people like it, and then oh, all of a sudden, oh shit, I uh, I uh, uh, one letter is fucking wrong, and they're liking it because like uh, you know I'm um, getting spell check shamed by uh, someone who uh, ratioed me. <laughs> So that's the second thing that uh, that they should do. So uh, okay, so we got characters, we got uh, the edit button. Also, the third thing they should do is uh, the blue check mark system. The blue check mark system is fucking no good. 
Uh, it's just kind of uh, on a whim. There's no real data or structure behind it. Um, <clears throat> you like, you know, all a blue check mark should be is is this person real? Do we know this person is real? Uh, you know, they tweet a lot, and this is their actual authentic self. Blue check mark uh, is is really not that complicated. Um, <clears throat> it's not as complicated where as uh, Twitter had made it in the past, where before I felt like Twitter operated very elitistly and um, blue check marks were given to people who said the right things and and didn't uh, step on stones, shit like that. Um, that is the third thing that I would do with Twitter. The uh, fourth thing is KYC. Know your customer. And this would get rid of bots if we like i think i love the idea of um no kyc for crypto i do not like the idea of no kyc for uh social media because social media is people pretending to be people um it, it's not uh i don't think it should be for like uh you know have a million different accounts and uh to not be an authentic person in this way you can hold people responsible for the shit they are saying. The reason that there's so much extremism online is because people, like Tyson said, are not afraid of getting punched in the fucking face for the shit that they say on uh, on Twitter, and they hide behind anonymity in order to do so. Now, maybe some internet sites and maybe some social media would be uh, better off with uh, with the anonymity. Uh, but I don't think it's good for Twitter. I don't think it's good for Facebook. Like these bots are just getting fucking stupid carried away and literally everything is a fuck is turning into a fucking scam because people are portraying themselves as, uh, as somebody or something they are not all the fucking time. Uh, you know, and you know, I'm not getting clapped by it, uh, because, you know, I have, the intellectual fortitude to uh not but i mean that doesn't mean that like uh you know i i will always have that or that um you know an older person uh is guilty for getting taken adv uh, advantage of by somebody who's uh presenting themselves as some uh, as someone they're not that shit needs to stop and the fifth thing is uh, that I, the fifth change for Twitter that I think Elon is likely to uh, do and that he should do in order for the betterment of Twitter is um, is uh, eliminating the shadow bans and the um, ro robo bans, the robot bans uh, that are just al algorithmically uh, selecting um you know a word or a phrase and uh and banning it you know uh uh banning it without question um if my thing here's my thing here's my here, here's my real thing if if it's that important you should have a division um a, a division to tackle the problem if uh, if these things are that important, we should have 
people. We cannot have algorithms in computers deciding what is right and wrong to say. We can have it get flagged. We can have it get flagged by, uh, hey, say, an algorithm say, no, we uh, we seen uh, someone posted Nazi, uh, check it out. And then so the a real person checks it out and gets the context of the situation. And after the context of the situation is able to make an assessment on whether or not this person should be should be banned. Are they promoting hate speech, um, committing uh you know, um, uh, slander or um, or uh, defamation, etc. Et yelling fire in a crowded theater, um, um, or you know, uh, <laughs> calling the uh, Sandy uh, Sandy Hook people crisis actors. Uh, you know, just off the top of my head, uh, <laughs> so it, shit like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, but have actual people look into it. Okay, uh, do not have um, do not have bots just banning people based off certain words. And um, I think Twitter is better off in the long run for this. I was very uh, bearish on Twitter uh, before. Like you know, I just think so much of how Twitter used to operate was elitist and a little stupid and uh now i actually got some hope for it because it's in the hands of somebody who frequently uses it who is um and people like you know look at elon musk like <laughs> i i don't think republicans or um or uh democrats or right or left really understand elon musk because all these leftists complaining Elon Musk is fucking, uh, you know, he's pro-UBI, he's pro-universal basic income, and wants to use your tax dollars to help humanity become a fucking interplanetary species. I mean, how much more left does, it, does that get? And uh, considering the state of Earth right now and the, uh, and the direction that that is going, um, I would say that's necessary that um maybe if he you know hopefully he fucking succeeds in his ambitions because if he doesn't and uh we're stuck here i don't know uh, it's not looking too good um i don't know how many more centuries we got left in us if that long at the current fucking uh rate of um acceleration towards uh catastrophe so that's my thoughts on um that's my thoughts on the elon situation on twitter you know elon just can't seem to really uh really make anybody happy <laughs> and can i say real quick before um before uh uh i get into the next phase of the show i'm gonna tell a story to fin to cap off the show um can i just say like the met gala is honestly uh repulsive at this point um a bunch of fucking liberal do-gooders like smelling their own fucking farts and thinking they're making a goddamn difference what a fucking travesty what a scourge of humanity that is uh and it's funny and it's ironic that the roe versus wade um leak of the memo came while the met gala was going on 
while these fucking uh, liberal do-gooders who uh, point out fucking racism at every, uh, you know, at a drop of a dime for absolutely nothing, uh, uh, you know, are, are, you know, wearing these goofy fucking outfits and getting together in a smog-infested city... Um, taking private jets and uh, limos to get there, paying th- paying tens of thousands of dollars to attend the event, and you know, while they're doing this, Roe v. Wade is getting overturned, and they're uh, you know, <laughs> and they're basking in fucking pretentiousness. That is why fucking uh, that is why Roe v. Wade got overturned is because you're you, you know. You, you're hypocrites basically you're fucking you why don't you do something important with your life and go plant a fucking tree instead of going to the goddamn met gala and uh, at first i thought like what was going on like i heard all these people this is an awful day for america i was like yeah the met gala is pretty bad <laughs> but the, but then i fucking oh what wrote like that wasn't like I didn't even fuck that would that wouldn't have even registered. I had no idea like cause, like that could <laughs> that that was even on the table. Um, really crazy. Uh, so yeah, less Met galas, more uh, actually uh, doing good. How about that for a fuck for a, a good change? How about less calling out racism and more trying to figure out how uh, to get America together without it becoming a um, socialist or communist shithole because it's no good for America to change to completely change to socialism if you think so you're fucking stupid Uh, it's not good for America to be some uh, nanny state like maybe they need to figure out what the uh, what they what it what is just right to do i mean i think canada is a little bit too much of a nanny state uh nanny state for me but i think that i think oh you know that america needs some basic health care and they need to uh be less um have less of a sense of like you should fucking you know kiss the ground you walk on if you were born in America because there are some extreme uh, depths of poverty and uh, you know and not having abortion and a child being born into a situation where they have no health care they are poor they have uh, they'll get no breaks in life they have no uh, route no route for a uh for anything beyond like a lower middle class life but like you think you're uh it's a moral victory for them simply to have been born is absolute insanity is absolute insanity a child will suffer depths of poverty that they would not see in any other uh civilized uh country at this point so um you got your priorities a little backwards there. Um, if you're going to uh, force uh, children, force mothers to have children past a certain um, past a certain length of time, I think you have the responsibility to make sure that child will grow up and not uh, not be in the depths of poverty. Canada. Uh, you know, many places in Europe have more of a right to uh, to um, to uh, 
to force a mother to have a child past a certain uh, length of a trimester. And the framing... The framing of the debate by the right is absolutely stupid because being born, you're trying to change the definition of what it means to be born. So they say you're, uh, someone said that uh, you have slain an unborn child. No, you can't slay something that has not been born. You're what minus um, minus <laughs> you know minus three months old and you're slain. It doesn't work that way because you were born. It's about when you're born. You have a birth date because that is when you were born, when you exited and came into the world. Now, um, do I think? you know women should be getting you know uh, abortions after eight months do i think women should be like you know uh proud to go oh yeah hey just got an abortion today yeah you know you know oh yeah i had a couple i had a couple this year it's no big deal do i do i think like that that is somebody who is uh spiritually on solid spiritual uh ground and ethical grounds no absolutely not do i think you should uh that it's that women running around bragging about uh, having an abortion is some sort of um, some sort of like um, a good thing <laughs> to do, some sort of like uh, advancement like for women. No, should and I don't think um, women should be proud of that. I think that's something uh, that, um, but that uh, they should deal with spiritually. But that's their problem to deal with. Let's say, okay, let me flip this, let me flip this and, um, let me flip this and put it into a perspective that you will understand if you are a guy. So let's say dudes were the ones who, um, let's say that, um, so a dude like, you know, Jack's or uh, you know a woman and a dude fuck, and then a dude like you know um, squirts out a fucking like you know a bunch of eggs, and one of them fertilizes and becomes a kid. Now, should now don't shouldn't the guy have agency over his own body? Say there was a way to uh, make sh- to make sure the age didn't ha- uh, egg didn't hatch. Shouldn't a guy have agency over that? Not a woman that, uh, not a woman to be like, no, you have to have, <laughs> you have to have that baby that you hatched that came out of your cock. No, I mean it's about bodily uh, agency and uh, bodily autonomy, and um, women uh, are the ones who create babies, so they should have that agency over themselves. It's a very simple equation. Would you like how fucking much would dudes be freaking out if <laughs> consider, considering how the, the uh, how the uh, uh, how the vaccines went? If people were trying to tell them that uh, they were that they had to have a baby because they were the ones because respo- they were the ones who were able to bring it into the world, and that the government is deciding what you're doing, <laughs> what you're able to do with your cock. <laughs> um, 
it's going to be weird. I don't know. I don't know if I if I will be able to uh, go into any red states because you know what will I do when I jack off and like you know oh my god what um I don't know if I'm going to be fucking charged with genocide for tossing this fucking load in the in the garbage. Uh, uh, what do I, what do I do with my nut? What can I do with my nut? Somebody, somebody, <laughs> some politician, help me. Uh, what do I do with this blooch? <laughs> Crazy shit happening in the world, man. Um, uh, so let's. Um, I want to. Um, I want to finish things off with a little story. Um, a little story time. It's story time. So, um, okay. Um, this is a. This is a high school story. Like okay, so I'm almost graduated. Uh, we're almost at. Um, graduation we're in high school okay and um so you know i was hanging out with some kids we used to smoke a lot do a lot of drugs yada 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 um yeah i'm probably yada yada in order the best part like in seinfeld <laughs> but okay so we uh so i i and my buddy and a couple of my other buddies had the night off and um so we just get a wise idea like we're gonna smoke two gigantic blunts and uh we so how we rolled the blunts is we empty out the guts of a century sam like shitty little cigar and we roll uh and we roll them up and we roll up the weed through there so um so we got it and uh and uh, and my buddy was um, working at a place. Now I'm not gonna say the name of the place exactly, but um, so he's just like, oh yeah, uh, uh, I'm going on break. So uh, he's like, he's like, hey, want? And he asked me if I want to link up, and I say, hey, yeah, you want to smoke up a little bit? We're <laughs> we uh, we're we're smoking up. So he's like, yeah, yeah, come pick me up. I got some time. I got some time. So. <laughs> um, so uh, we go and uh, we pick him up from his from his work, and uh, <laughs> and little did he know uh, this was not your ordinary smoke session. We had two massive fucking blunts. So <laughs> so we <laughs> we smoke up, and uh, you know we bring him back, and you know normally if he's a little late, it wouldn't have been like a big deal, but. I guess there was like um, a fire, a, a fire, a small fire, and a fire alarm got pulled, and the fire department, uh, the firefighters came, and so they were there, and they're they're just like, where is this guy? And so we come back, fucking like, we come back like you know forty. His break was like a half an hour. We came back like forty five minutes, fifty minutes later, and just fucking we smoked in the van. So we smoked two fucking blunts in the van. So it, when we came back, he was his eyes were just super red. His his uniform was like. You know, his buttons were undone. He had the reddest fucking eyes. <laughs> and he's going back into... Like, I think they thought that he, like, started... That he was the one who, like, uh, pulled the fire alarm. Or that the the uh, minor fire was caused by him. Because <laughs> he just came back just reeking like... Reeking like pot. And what, like, a... Um, 
what a fucking awful time for 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 him he's like the rest of the shift was fucking was brutal everybody knew he was stoned and it just so happened that like you know the that there was like a fire emergency at that particular time when we were out fucking <laughs> fucking smoking up and we brought him back and it was like see you later bro and uh and he had to go back in after like you know smoking two uh huge blunts reeking like weed and the fire department there and everybody thinking you're sketchy as fuck so <laughs> uh that was uh, you know i'm just glad that uh the the person uh getting going to work that time was not me (laughs) because man um that must not have been fun so anyways uh i'm gonna put a pin in it call that a show uh i will see y'all again on the next one ladies and gentlemen that was the world according to kyle podcast take care y'all